Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Uh, I am Jen Posick, host of The Ads Maven. Thank you so much for joining me. So last week, we were talking about what I learned from going to Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience, and I did not get too much of it covered. I got so much out of the event. It was a three-day event, and I was only able to talk about day one, which is crazy. So I wanted to do another episode all about what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event. Um, so we are on part two today. Um, all right. So one of the things that Amy talked about that I'm so excited because I can finally share it with you. I was not able to last week. Um, she gave us three uh, challenges for while we were at the event. And one of the challenges was for us to make a big decision with the idea that there was probably some type of a big decision that we were sitting on, most likely with our business, that, um, yeah, that we just hadn't made yet. And so the idea was to make a big decision. Um, and part of what she had said was that when you make a big decision, you're going to be uncomfortable, and that's the point, but that's also something that's going to move your business forward. So I actually, I did make a big decision um, by the end of the second day, and yesterday I gave a um, a free workshop all about uh, Facebook pixels. And so a Facebook pixel is just a little piece of code, a little piece of HTML code that you use to track what you are doing with your Facebook ads. It's but it's so much more than that. In order to run effective and profitable ads, you really have to have a Facebook pixel in place. And so I did a whole workshop about it. We covered so much stuff, but then at the end of the workshop, I also shared my big decision. So because I already shared it on the workshop, I can share it with you guys now. I'm so excited. Okay, so I for a while. So back in, oh gosh, I think January or February, I started my Admaker Society and I love my Admaker Society so much. So my Admaker Society is a, it's my monthly membership that includes some uh, core training all about how to run ads to your warm audience, your existing audience that's already there. Um, it has a bonus course called Camppreneur that's all about uh, growing your, um, starting up your Facebook business page. And then um, it also, uh, the, the heart of it that is so good, it also has weekly office hours where anybody in the group, we do a, we do a Zoom that's also uh, a Facebook Live in our group where anybody that's a member of the society is able to join us and ask all of their questions around Facebook and Instagram ads. They're also able to um, ask questions just about Facebook in general, um, marketing in general, 
funnels, kind of all the things digital marketing. So I have my Admaker Society, and up to this point, it has just been open for enrollment anytime. And so with that, I that's not what a lot of people recommend. So most people, when they recommend that you have a membership, what you are supposed to do is have launches where you're opening and closing the doors. And Stu McLaren, who is actually one of the, he was one of the speakers at um, at Amy Porterfield's event, is one of the ones that believes very strongly in launching your membership, but then closing the doors, not not ending the membership. The membership still goes, but closing the doors to open it enrollment. But when I first started it, I was like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to keep the doors open at any time so people can join. However, one of the things that he really talks about the reason why is we work better when we have, when we kind of, it's almost like when we have boundaries, but when we have um, time frames. So it kind of like helps people to take action when they have a time frame. So the other thing that I have that was kind of always open for enrollment. So I do a, um, I have an online course called uh, List Building Ads Lab that I love. And the first time that I launched it, I launched it as a group coaching program. Um, and I just recently finished doing it as a group coaching uh, program as well. It's eight weeks uh, for the group coaching. And that also, I recently started uh, selling it as a standalone course, so without the group, um, without the group coaching, and okay, so that's a lot of backstory. Here's my big decision from being at Amy's event. What I decided was I need to close the doors for both of these and not have them be just open enrollment, able to join at any point. So I already had this Pixels workshop. Scheduled. So yesterday during the workshop, I um, announced a launch that's kind of unlike any launch I've ever done, which was a doors closing launch. So letting my audience know, hey, I'm closing the doors to open enrollment for both my list building ads lab course and for my Adverse Society monthly membership. So on Friday at uh, 11.59 p.m. Eastern, those will no longer be available to um, to just join at any point. Um, and then I'll open it up again, enrollment, uh, a few times throughout the year. So I'm so excited about that decision because then it means that when I'm launching it, it'll be just clear launches. And the rest of the time, I'll really have the time to focus on my um, ads coaching clients and my ads management clients. So, whew, it's definitely a big decision, and it feels a little scary to decide that just because it means that I don't have that option to offer people all the time. And one of the more, part of why I created the Admaker Society, especially, is to really be able to offer a full spectrum um, no matter where people's businesses are at. But I feel really good about this decision, and I'm very excited about it. And Thank you for letting me share it with you. Okay, so let's get to the rest of the entrepreneur experience. So last week, I talked a lot, I mean, full 55-minute show here, um, all about day one. Day one was 
unpacked and so much of it was around um, mindset stuff as well as some stuff around list building because list building is a big deal and I have found for my own business for my family's business and for all the businesses that I help growing an email list um, it's like the biggest way to bring in new customers bring in new clients um, I will tell you so with one of my ads management clients we ran ads to grow her email list two ways. So we ran ads to um, a lead magnet that she offers that is so beautiful. Um, so a really pretty lead magnet, a freebie, um, that's like a little, uh, it's a little guide of sorts, like two pages or so, um, kind of short and sweet. Uh, to, so we were growing her list that way. And then we were also growing her list through a webinar that she was offering. And um, we also ran ads. So if they signed up for the lead magnet on the thank you page of the lead magnet, they could, uh, they were then given the webinar offer, right? So we spent a little over 2000 in ads for that. And then during the webinar, she made an offer to sign up for a call um, to sign up for a call with her where she then sold her program on that discovery call, right? And so she ended up bringing in about 20000 in sales from that. So sending 2000 to grow the email list, right, then equaled about 20000 in sales. Cool. Okay, so we talked a lot about list building and then also a lot about mindset. So day two, um, there's this quote from Amy Porterfield that I thought was so good because it's so applicable. And I think I actually shared it last week as well, but it's so good. So somebody was asking, so one of the things Amy talked about was the fact of the idea that you're a big deal, like you're meant to be a big deal in this world. And somebody was saying how, well, I want to be a big deal, but really I'm a hot mess. And Amy said, you can be a big deal and still be a hot mess. And I think that um, probably for most of us, that is so true, right? So anyways, I just thought that that was an awesome quote. So the first speaker for day two was Jasmine Starr. And she was somebody who I didn't really know very much about. Um, I have gone to social media marketing world out in San Diego as well for the last four years. And at least, I think at least three of those years, she's been one of the speakers there. And so, like, I knew who she was, but I just hadn't really been to any of her sessions. I hadn't really been part of her world. And I didn't know, I didn't know much about her. And I wasn't, like, super excited to hear her talk. But after her talk, I became super excited because she was so good. And I got so much out of it. So one of the things that she does, she used to be a photographer. And she... um Gosh, she's just, she's really known, especially for Instagram, but social media in general. And um, she has a monthly membership that I actually just joined called Social Curator that curates um, both photos every month, but also captions that's like little Mad Lib style, like fill in the blanks um, to help you create content that's going to get more engagement and tell people about your business without being salesy and still like knowing what to post. Um, you can find out more about it at socialcurator.com. And she also has somewhere out there, um, you can probably find it in an ad, 
but uh, inside Social Curator as well, she has a video training all about the content to post every month and creating a month's worth of content in like a day. Y'all, that video training was so good. I've started like recommending it to people and I actually asked if she has an affiliate program because I'm like, I'm just going to tell people about this all the time. Um, I would love to be an affiliate. She does not have an affiliate program, but I'm still telling you about it because I think it's well worth it to check out um, because it's so good. It's such good information. Um, okay. We are going to go to a break in just a second. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about um, Jasmine's tips, including um, how to make over your Instagram with three simple tips. So uh, you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Today, our show topic is what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience. So before we went to break, we were discussing a little bit that I'm going to start telling you about what I learned from Jasmine Starr's presentation. And, oh my gosh, you guys cannot believe that I did this. So I told you about the big decision that I made um, at Amy's event, which is to close the open enrollment to um, both uh, my Ad Maker Society, my monthly membership, and my List Building Ads Lab course. But... So I told you guys that enrollment is closing on Friday. I did not tell you at all how you could join or learn more information about it. So if you'd like to learn more, um, I actually, what I what I told people on uh, during my workshop, because I think it's so true, is the putting the two together is really kind of like the perfect pairing. Because my list building ads lab tells you like everything that you need 
to it walks you step by step through creating your ads to grow your email list because I'm a big uh, believer in running ads to grow your list. And then my Ad Maker Society gives you everything that you need to run ads to your warm audience, but it also gives that ongoing support. So I put it them both together as the perfect pairing and you get a, a deal um, when you do both. So if you go to jenposick.com slash perfect pairing, um, P-E-R-F-E-C-T, pairing, P-A-I-R-I-N-G, um, you can learn more about it. But essentially, when you join the course, um, once you join List Building Ads Lab, then you get a discount code to join Admaker Society um, for a little bit less. So, all right, let's get into what Jasmine talked about because she gave such good tips. All right, so she talked about um, an Instagram makeover with three simple tips. So tip number one is you want to stop their scroll. And in order to stop somebody's scroll on Instagram, you have to have uh, scroll-stopping copy in order to get engagement. So it's not really about um, – Oh, somebody had asked what types of calls to action work best. And she was saying it's not really about the calls to action because people are not going to actually see the calls to action unless they open up your um unless they open up your post, right? So you want to get a good copywriting hook at the very beginning of your post to get more followers to the end of your post. So she went over three proven Instagram hooks. Um, so the first one is to identify a specific audience. She gave the examples of calling all dog lovers or calling all busy moms who need time management tips. So calling out who your audience is. And that's actually something that I will sometimes suggest people do with their Facebook and Instagram ads as well, where if it's like, hey, coaches, or hey, moms, saying who you're actually talking to. Now, with Facebook ads, you cannot say like, hey, are you a mom? But you could, but you can definitely say like, hey, moms, hey, mompreneurs, or whatever, right? Okay, the second proven Instagram hook is a juicy share. Like, hey, can I share a secret? Can I share something I've never shared before? Or I'm a little embarrassed to tell you about this. And um, so I actually just used this the other day to talk about how I haven't been consistently growing my list, and I'm starting to do that again. So, And I thought it was such a good way to bring people in, and it did actually create a little bit more engagement. Um, okay, so the third hook was to ask an engaging question. And gosh, I mean, this is something that I also recommend with uh, Facebook ads as well. So it's really true across the board. So it's not like an engaging question is not going to be something like, what are you struggling with moving into in 2020? Instead, an engaging question is going to be quick, easy, and actionable. So like the example she gave is, let's have a quiz. Which one are you? A, an early riser. B, afternoon. C, night. So the takeaway from that is a good call to action is only as effective as an effective hook. Makes sense, right? So I love this. And inside her social curator, I should be an affiliate for her social curator. Um, but inside it, you can see she practices what she preaches and like all of them have really good hooks to make you want to continue to read. 
All right, so the second takeaway um, that she talked about was that consistency is the only good way to grow. So for Jasmine, she has noticed that when she posts more than once a day, her engagement rate goes down. Um, but she does recommend posting at least once a day. Now, you could do more than once a day, but it really depends on your audience. So again, for her, with Instagram, once a day is good. But for a different business, it may be that like posting three times a day is what you want to do. And so this this changed when the Instagram algorithm was introduced because it used to be that people would post on Instagram like 10 times a day because they were trying to continuously get into the feed because the feed was just scroll through and it was timely. But when the algorithm was introduced, that that kind of changed it a bit. All right, so one of the things that she said that I thought was cool to know is on average, on Instagram, 4% of your followers are going to see your post. So with Facebook, I always have a goal to get about 10% to see my posts, but with the algorithm, with business pages, that number has been going way down. And in general, like honestly, if you're seeing like 1% to 2%, that's pretty average. Now, if your page is smaller, you're going to see a slightly higher percentage on there, but that's that's pretty average. Um, so your engagement is going to determine your posting strategy, and consistency is really going to lead to growth. All right, so tip number three that she gave is to respect the platform because Instagram is not the same as Facebook, so you want to really test everything. So you want to test your ideas before investing in ads, which is actually something I tell my clients all the time. You want to test organically before you start to put ads out there. And I actually, um, just a few weeks ago, my friend Liz M. Lopez, she's a career and business coach, she uh, was on the show, and I was interviewing her to share a little bit about her business. But she she was also actually in my list building ads lab and is in my ad maker society. And I mean, she does so much stuff, and you can you can listen to that episode to learn more about what she does. But one of the things that she does is she's really brilliant with resumes and with stuff around LinkedIn. And she created a top resume mistakes uh, freebie. And so before she put that out as an ad, she just posted it on um, LinkedIn because that's her main platform. And she got, I think she got like 14 people that signed up for it. And of those, a few of them reached out to ask about working with her. So it's like when you have that happen, you know then it's worthwhile to invest in some Facebook ads. So you have something that's working, then you wanna then you wanna put that money behind the ads. Um, okay, so that's what Jasmine was saying as well, and split testing everything, which is so true for ads too. I say that all the time. She gave the example. It's so funny that people move a little bit slower on Facebook than on Instagram. So on Instagram, people are moving very quickly, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And on Facebook, so she she just recently launched a podcast. And on Facebook, she had run an ad. Her best performing ad ended up being a video that was like professionally shot. It was really beautiful. She showed she showed some of it, like just very nicely done. Her best performing ad on Instagram was not at all a professional video. It was an Instagram story that she shot in her backyard using that ridiculous, like, silly filter that, like, changes your voice, and it has, like, that 
that silly like big mouth that takes up your entire face. So clearly it's like respecting the platform because what performed the best on Instagram is vastly different from what performed best on Facebook. So you want to test everything, which I think is definitely true. And it's true with both um, uh, organic and with ads. Okay, so then she did a she did a Q and A, and people asked some really interesting, good questions. And so I'm just kind of going to go through some of the tips that she ended up giving. So she talked about uh, the question was asked about third party posting apps. She said she loves them for planning um, planning everything, but she's not a fan of actually using them for scheduling. So she uses Later, which is actually what I use as well. Um, and I think it's, it's a great platform. It's free up to like 30 posts a month. Um, but instead of the automatic posting, she will go in and actually post at the scheduled time. And she gave the example that, um, if I had a party and invited you to it and you sent your cousin instead, I wouldn't be very happy, right? Because that's kind of not what not what you said. So she just feels like Facebook likes it a whole lot better, Instagram likes it a whole lot better when you actually go in and post um post it manually. So, schedule but then post manually. And at the beginning of the month, she really and this kind of goes back to social curator as well. She really looks at what she's doing for the whole month. And she plans out the photos that she needs to take. So she'll use photos that she's taken at different times in her life. And she'll create a group of photos that she can put out. So like, let's say she'll plan out three different outfits. And then she'll in, put on outfit number one. She'll take photo full body, half body, um, a photo of just the outfit, a photo of her with her computer, photo with her with coffee, with her dog. And then she'll change her outfit and go through and do all of them again. So it's being able to really get a bunch of different options for the photos that then she can use throughout the month and even throughout the like next few months. So she, then she'll go in and stagger out that content. She also doesn't like to post the same content on Facebook and Instagram at the same time or in the same way. So if she posts something today on Instagram, she might post that same thing next week on Facebook. So she'll plan it all out so it's not all the same time. Um, also, somebody asked about perfectly curated Instagram versus just being real. And one of the things that she said that I thought was really interesting is two years ago, she would say that we need to look at Instagram as like magazine, like very nicely curated. However, now it's different because we're more skeptical um, and we just kind of know when it's not real. So we kind of go into it in a different with a different idea. Um, she also talked about using portrait mode in her iPhone as much as possible um, and how helpful that was. And to be as much in real time as possible as well, especially for stories. All right. Oh, my gosh. She, you guys, she talked about so much stuff. Now, I have to tell you, we are coming up to a break. So when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about hashtags. Um, and then I'm going to talk to you about what uh, Stu McLaren talked about because his whole thing was so, so good. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue chatting about what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, Entrepreneur Experience. We'll be right back. 
Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. And today our show topic is what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience, Part 2. So before we went to break, we were talking about all the awesome things that I learned from Jasmine Starr talking about Instagram. Oh my gosh. You guys, she covered so much stuff. It was so good. Um, and one of the things that she talked about was hashtags. So what she had said was you want to make sure that you're using all 30 hashtags only if they're related to the photo. So if you're not, if you're hashtagging things that are not in the photo, they're not in the photo, they're not in the caption, you're going to end up being dinged for it. So she also recommended using hashtags that are, um, around the 500,000 to 700,000 range. Otherwise, it's kind of too hard to get discovered with them. Like some hashtags have been used like a couple million times. She said that those are like too big. Um, she also likes to use a mix of location-specific hashtags. So like hashtag San Diego, hashtag um, stuff like that, event-specific hashtags. So like uh, in this case, I was at... Uh, the entrepreneur experience, the hashtag for the event was EE with AP. And then also industry-specific hashtags along with hashtags that are specific to what your audience is searching for. Whew, it's a lot, right? But the tips are so good. So she was also talking about you want to make them hashtags relevant to um, social searches, so what people are actually going to search for. Um, oh, and somebody was asking about, like, what type of responses do you give when somebody is just kind of, like, giving kind of, like, almost like a general comment? Because she talked about how you really want to comment back on everything that somebody that somebody comments, especially with Instagram, so that you're engaging with them. It just leads to more engagement, lets them know you're a real person, and helps them to, you know, kind of feel special. But sometimes it's like... The comments are, it's, it's hard to know what to say. So here's some of the comments and responses. So let's say somebody says, thank you, that was a good tip. You can say something back like, I'm always so honored to help. Oh, this is a good one because I think this happens a lot. So fun. And then, so the response is, I do have a lot of fun doing what I love. How can I help you? So good, right? Um, if somebody just comments with hearts, glad I could put a smile on your face. This one, this is so funny. You look pretty as the comment. Her response, thank God for my mom. I love it. 
Um, if somebody says, I love this, I mean, I go through that too where I'm like, I don't know what to, how to respond to that. So her, her response, so glad that what I love is something that attracts you. With the comment of, you're beautiful. The response, thanks to my dad. I love that. So good. So good. Okay. So that was everything that Jasmine Starr talked about. And again, again, I should be an affiliate. I, I do recommend that you totally check out her social curator because I am already so glad that I joined. I think it's awesome. She gives some good stuff because social media content is challenging. All right. So next, Stu McLaren spoke and, um, he talked about pre-launch runways with big results. And Stu McLaren is known for his, um, he's known for memberships. And I first heard him last year at Nicholas Kuzmich's, um, so I'm a part of Nicholas Kuzmich's, uh, The Council, which is also a membership. And inside that, like four times a year, he has in-person masterminds where anybody that's a council member can go. I've been to a few of them now. And he, will I think almost always have a guest that will uh, show up just to share some knowledge, which is awesome. They're, I think they're pretty much always like a surprise guest. So I went to one of his masterminds in Miami and Frank Kern was the guest, which was awesome. And I went to one in Toronto and Stu McLaren was the guest. And so there were maybe only like 20 of us in the room. And basically we spend the day just asking all the questions that we have about our business and Kuznich is really like a Facebook ads person. Um, he's like the smartest person I know when it comes to Facebook ads. And um, yeah, so we just ask all of our questions and go through the day answering them all. Pretty cool. So Stu spoke about life stuff, business stuff, and memberships. And before that, I had li literally never had any interest in starting a membership. But after he spoke, I it just kind of kept percolating and percolating and that's what gave me the idea for Admaker Society, which I love so much because I feel like it gives so much value. It's an amazing membership and yeah, so I'm super grateful to Stu for speaking at it and letting, giving, kind of giving the idea for it. All right. So in his talk, he talked about how so again, he was talking about pre-launch runways with big results. So talking about launch runways, that just means, so you've got a launch going for, let's say you're launching a membership or a course. And to lead up to it, like you're going to do like a webinar that's going to invite people into it. But leading up to that, you're, you kind of want to get people prepared. So you want a pre-launch runway. And essentially, the longer the runway the more effective your launch is going to be. You kind of want to really get people prepared. So he gave the the example of when people go straight for the sale, it can lead to some kind of gross results. And he shared this photo that was amazing. It was this photo, it's probably like a meme that you can, I'm sure you can find if you do some searches, but it's like a guy going in for a kiss like way too soon and the girl not being at all interested and the guy ends up like he's like has his mouth like over her nose so that it's just like it it just looks so gross and so ridiculous and then he found like two other photos of different guys that had done it as well so if there's no runway you're going straight for the sale or like going straight for the kiss straight for the clothes 
too quickly, it's just not going to give great results. And I mean, it's true anyways, like if you're going straight for the sale before somebody knows you, likes you and trusts you, you just come off as kind of sleazy and spammy and gross, right? Okay, so he touched, talked about three types of pre-launch content. So there's content that creates connection. No, sorry. Connection content, which creates trust. And he with that, he talked about um, creating videos because videos create a lot of trust very quickly. It really grows the know, like, and trust factor. Um, just because when we can see somebody and hear them, it like all those little nuances, um, we just kind of understand more about them. We feel like we know them. So he um, creates video that is short, but on topics like his values, beliefs, philosophies, opinions, your cause, what do you stand for, what's important to you. And he gave the example of um, Gary Vee released this like video all about hustle. And it was a video he put out like the Friday before Christmas. And he was saying in the video, it's like it's 6 p.m. and everyone's gone home to be with their family for Christmas, but not me. And if you want to be successful, you have to hustle your face off. And so, I mean, if you know anything about Gary Vee, he talks a lot about hustle. And that's not really Stu's thing, which, I mean, I get it. It's not really my thing either. So he created like an anti-hustle video. And because it kind of rubbed Stu the wrong way, the whole hustle video, because it brought up what's important. And so Stu talked about in his anti-hustle video how he's doing his business, he's creating his business so that he doesn't have to hustle his face off. Oh, gosh. And so I'm not a parent, but this still, like, had such a big impact. He talked about how, essentially, if you have kids, you have 18 summers with your kids. That's it. Which, isn't that, like, whew. I feel like when he said that, that was such a, like, God, time passes so quickly. Like, that's all you get. You have 18 summers with your kids when they're kids. And so that anti-hustle, because he wants to make sure that he's spending time with his kids and spending time with his family and his wife and all of that, right? Um, he also created a video around money because he had struggled a long time with money and he'd struggled with the guilt of making money. Like, because he was making, he was pretty, he's had a pretty successful business, like most of, most of his time. And he was not working anywhere near as hard to make that money, not working anywhere near as hard as his parents had been. So he was making um, between 250000 and 400000 a year, and his subconscious would kick in, and his income would come down, and then he realized that the more money that he makes, the bigger the impact he can have, um, which is pretty cool. And so he created a, um, a video just kind of sharing about all of that. And that also, I think, is part of what inspired his, oh gosh, I think it's called Impact Academy. But he and his wife have a, have a nonprofit um, that actually helps build schools um, in Africa, which is pretty cool. Okay, so once you create the, the videos, um, you're thinking about what kind of customer do you want to attract, what kind of culture do you want to create, and creating some consistent messaging around it. Um, let's see. Then he talked about inspirational content, which is going to create belief. Because if people don't believe that they can get the results that you're promising, they're not going to buy. So you're creating awareness for the solution that you're selling. 
not awareness for your product or service, but awareness for the solution. And so Stu really teaches how to create more revenue by creating a membership. And he also finds that the best type of inspiration content is really all about stories. But you want to use different types of stories. And he talked about um, a success path. So if like one is where they are, five is where they want to end up being. And so often success stories are showing people that are in their like, um, that are at their fives, like it's the extreme. And so many people can't relate to the extreme end, which, you know, it's actually really funny because I recently got advice from a business coach that I need to show more, um, more of a range in my success stories. Like, cause I talk about my, with my family's business, how I grew their email list to 160,000 and it's brought in over 2 million in sales. But, 160,000 people is a lot of people, and that can seem a little overwhelming. Um, so I totally get that. Sharing success stories from people that are at a two, a three, and a four on that success path as well. So um, like talking more about like my friend Amanda, who actually she was on the show a few weeks ago as well, and is also a member of List Building Ads Lab as well as my Ad Maker Society, um, talking about where she started with having like 80 people on her list. And now she's at like way more than 80, but it's still like like a few hundred. It's not 160,000, but it's bringing in people on her email list and it's bringing in sales. But it doesn't mean that success has to be at every different level. So I just thought that that was a really smart thing, idea of what to show. All right, so the third type of pre-launch content is uh, anticipation content, which creates excitement. So it was so funny because one of the things he talked about, he's like, all right, April 23rd, 2020. And that's the next time that his course launches. So we're talking about, this is in October towards the beginning of the month. So October, he's already talking about and getting his audience ready for a launch in April, like months away. So talking about it now creates excitement and creates some anticipation, just like movies have trailers for months to come, creating that anticipation. And when the course is only open a few times a year, you have to be really disciplined about it. So if it's only open a few times a year, you can only sell it a few times a year. And he's really big about launching it in stages, which is part of, I mean, and I knew this when he spoke back last year when I the idea for Admaker Society started percolating. He's really big on only having the doors open for bits of time. Um, and so, again, he was a big part of why I chose to decide to close the doors to enrollment um, for both my ad maker society and my list building ads lab. So by the way, um, so again, doors are closing for that on Friday, 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can learn more about both of those programs, uh, both the course and the membership, if you go to jenposick.com slash perfect pairing. All right, we are going to take a quick break. Um, so you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue chatting about what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience. We'll be right back. 
Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Today, our show topic is what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience, Part 2. So before we went to break, we were talking about what I learned from Stu McLaren. And, oh my goodness, you guys, it brings us to day three. So it was a three-day event. <laughs> Last week on the show, I covered all of day one, and that was it. Huh. I got, I got a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff. I mean, legit, I took like 20 pages of notes. So I had to really curate what to share with you to make sure it was like just the best of the already really good stuff. Crazy, right? All right, so the beginning of day three started with another amazing quote from Amy that these were not quotes that she had planned on. They were just ones that kind of happened. And um, I think we had been reflecting on uh, how the days were going and businesses and decisions being made and all of that. And I think somebody had made some type of a comment of something being hard, and that was what was kind of sticking them. Um, and Rachel Hollis talked about, you know, things are going to be hard, but we can do hard things. Um, and so what Amy had said, which was actually a coach uh, quote from her coach, um, Corinne Crabtree, I believe is who had said it, Amy said, my coach says, so what if it's hard? If it's not going to kill you and it's not going to get you pregnant, right? It's not going to get you pregnant. It's not going to kill you. So what if it's hard? I thought that was great, right? All right. So um, then the last uh, guest speaker uh, was Gina Gomez. Um, she talked about selling with integrity. And Gina Gomez is known as the, oh, gosh, I don't have it written down. And I cannot remember. It's from the show Scandal, and she's, oh, Olivia Pope. They were saying that she is known as the Olivia Pope of the personal development space, which I thought was really cool. So she talked about how the secret to landing and keeping, oh, yes, she is like the fixer. Exactly. That is exactly what she is. So she talked about how the secret to landing and keeping your greatest dream clients is to treat everyone you work with as if they are those clients now. And so with that, she talked about five keys to selling with integrity. So one of them was to treat people like their business matters, which, I mean, yeah, of course. Number two was to be a pro. And, I mean, there's stuff that happens and stuff where it's like you let the ball slip. But it's like when that happens, it's like you get right. So she gave the example of somebody that, like, if you haven't, followed through on things, it's like sending a quick email or a phone call of like, hey, I was at this conference this weekend, it brought something up for me, and I realized 
I never followed through with you, and that's not how I want to show up, and I apologize. All right, so tip number three was make it easy for them to say yes. Number four, treat every client as if they are your favorite client. And I really loved that because it made me think about, like, my clients that I have, gosh, really all across the board. Like, my ads management clients are amazing. Um, my coaching clients are amazing. You guys, I really, truly do have some of the the best clients. And then my people that are in List Building Ads Lab, along with uh, in my Ad Maker Society, are also totally amazing. So treat every client as if they are your favorite client. And think about how you would treat them if they were your favorite client. Um, she also talked about the difference between a decision maker and an influencer. Because decision maker decides if they're going to work with you, but the influencer is a trusted source that the decision maker goes to before making a decision. And you never want to underestimate the value of the influencer because some of her, so she was saying, giving the example of some of her biggest clients came from people who never bought from her because they weren't in the position to make the decision, but they were in a position to influence. And it kind of speaks to referral um, marketing. And I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or not, but so I recently joined a BNI network, uh, which I believe is Business Networking International. I mean, they're all over the world. They're in like 88 countries, I think, um, where you meet once a week with your with your group we have about 70 people in our group and they're really truly your referral partners and with the idea that they're kind of like your sales team because they're referring you to people people that they know and so when you know already the people around you you know that they're you're able to refer them with confidence and i will tell you also i have one of my, she's like uh, my coach and a client, and she refers so many people to me. So even if I'm not actively running ads for her, I know like as she comes across people that need ads help, especially if they need like ads coaching or ads management, she's going to send them my way to come talk to me. So even if she was not in the position to um, to be the decision maker, she's definitely in the position to be an influencer. So I thought that that was a really good, good point. Number five, she talked about make agreements over assumptions. So starting with like, here's what we're going to talk about. Can we agree to to this? Can we agree to have fun? Can we agree to be open? Um, and she said to think about a, a relationship, business or personal. Personal makes it a lot easier, I think, that did not work out. And what happened? Now, chances are, it's going to be some version of expectations that didn't get met. So you're going to make agreements so that you're not wondering or hoping. Um, she also made this, um, made this thing that I thought was such a good idea, where she had us do a little exercise where we made a list uh, we want. You, she said, imagine 10 people who are your ideal client. Picture them. Maybe you know their name, maybe not, but picture as much details about them as possible and then write them down. And write them down in terms of, like, who I want to work with in 2020. And she said she's been doing this the last few years. And last year on her list, she looked at it at the end of the year, and she ended up, she had actually worked with all 10 of them 
on her list. I thought that was pretty cool for some like some manifesting and actualizing through that. Oh man. So you guys, thank you so much for joining me with this. I got so much from the entrepreneur experience. I hope that you got some really good tidbit from it as well. So um, I just want to end with a quick little exercise that uh, that Amy Porterfield had us do. So because the whole goal was to make a decision, and I told you about my big decision about closing the open enrollment to my Ad Maker Society and List Building Ads Lab, make a decision, three sentences or less, and write down that decision. So think about that for yourself. What's a decision that you've been kind of avoiding that, but you know that you need to make? And it could be in your business. It could also be personal. So write down what that decision is. But then think about what's the first thing that's going to get in the way of that decision happening. And write it down. For myself, time. <laughs> making sure the time actually happens. And so I had to make sure I had enough time to promote it, making sure that I had enough time to actually, like, launch and, and do all of this, right? And then think about what's the worst-case scenario. So for me, worst-case scenario, not like worst-case scenario in your life, but for me, I'm thinking, like, okay, worst-case scenario is nobody else new joins my ad maker society, Right? And I'm not able to offer that value to everybody else. But then the next thing that you want to think about after the worst case scenario is what's more important than your worst case scenario? Why do you need to turn this decision into a reality? I thought that was such an amazing question. All right, so I want to close with one more quick thing because one of the biggest things that Amy talked about is the fact that you are a big deal. And I want you to think about as well, why are you actually a big deal? Why are you meant to be a big deal in the world? And so she asked people to come up to the mic. And so a few of the things that they said were, I'm a big deal because I was born to be a big deal. Right? I love that. And then this one, and I think this is so good, and I bet it applies to some of you as well. I'm a big deal because I'm helping to change the fucking world. Does that apply to you? My guess is it does. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next week here on The Ads Maven. Thanks for listening to The Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.